Buenos dias, Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 24th of June, 2021. We'll let you know what's happening in Argentina for the week, every single week. Winter has arrived in Argentina, and so has the first batch of locally produced vaccines. Laboratorios Richmond, the lab in charge of producing the Sputnik Vida Lab jab, announced last Friday the 18th that it has completed the first batch of almost 450,000 doses. These were sent to the logistics operator and are now awaiting final release by UNMAT. For the local work to continue, Russia must ship the active component for both doses. This means that the production won't be 100% independent, but with the bandwidth to deliver between 1 and 5 million vaccines monthly, it may also be contingent on the vaccine delivery abilities of the immunization program. On Sunday the 20th, more than 1 million AstraZeneca vaccines arrived in the country. The active component of these jabs was produced in Buenos Aires province, while the rest of the production process was carried out in the U.S. With this new shipment, Argentina reached a total of 22 million total shots, out of which 18 million have been administered. Since last Friday the 18th in Buenos Aires City, all pregnant people, regardless of their age, are eligible to get their first shot. People over 40 with or without pre-existing conditions will be assigned an appointment starting this week. In Buenos Aires province, citizens over 55 can show up at any vaccination center without an appointment. The government's goal is to have 70% of adults vaccinated by spring and to regain some normalcy in the time for Christmas and New Year celebrations. Minister of Health of the City of Buenos Aires confirmed that his priority now is the application of second doses as most of the population has not yet completed its immunization scheme. Meanwhile, Cabinet Chief Santiago Cafiero stated that the mandatory use of masks could be lifted once 70% of the population has been fully vaccinated based on what he's seen in Israel and the U.S. Another reason why the government is aiming to have at least 70% of the population vaccinated by the end of the year are the summer holidays. People are expected to travel, and according to the DNM, National Directorate of Migration, almost 40% of travelers fail to comply with the mandatory 14-day quarantine upon arrival in Argentina. Throughout the last week, the DNM reinforced the supervision of those who entered the country and carried out 700 home inspections in eight provinces in the city of Buenos Aires to verify compliance with isolation. These inspections come as a result of the government's increasing concern about the Delta variant. In fact, almost 300 people will be criminally charged by authorities for the crimes of attacking public health and disobedience. If you're traveling abroad, this may be a good opportunity to remind you what you must comply with upon your return. Before boarding your plane back, you'll be required to present a negative PCR test and take another one upon arrival in Argentine territory. If the result of the second test is positive, you'll have the obligation to stay in a specially arranged sanitary hotel until it's determined which variant of COVID-19 you've been infected with. If it's any of the variants that are present in the country, you can finish your quarantine at home. But if it's any of the new ones, such as Delta, you must stay in the hotel until you receive a medical discharge. Speaking of traveling, we've been reading your questions online about visiting family in Argentina as a foreigner. Although only residents can enter the country, foreigners legally married to an Argentine citizen are authorized to enter as well. Just be sure to have your marriage certificate and you'll be fine. In terms of internal tourism, the steady decline in coronavirus cases across the country may benefit some local destinations this winter. Several northern provinces are preparing for the season. Some of them have signed an agreement to allow free movement between them. This will come into effect on the 1st of July and includes the provinces of Tucumán, 
Salta, Jujuy, Santiago de Estero, Catamarca, and La Rioja. But for those of you in Buenos Aires City, this weekend promises to be a bit more fun than the previous ones. Cinemas, theaters, cultural spaces reopened at a 30% capacity on the 18th of June, a welcome move for the industry after a long, devastating shutdown. Financially, this was the third most affected industry, surpassed only by the hospitality and construction sectors. Speaking of finances, the Index Statistics Bureau announced last week that May's inflation was 3% monthly, down from April's 4% and March's 5% all monthly. Energy Secretary Dario Martinez calmed down expectations by confirming that there will be no further increases for electricity, gas, or fuel prices for the rest of the year. This decision may fuel the crypto revolution in Argentina even further. For some time now, the cheap energy has been fertile ground for crypto miners, with Argentina ranking 21st in the world in realized Bitcoin gains last year. This being an electoral year, it's fair to expect cheap electricity costs for the rest of 2021, which explains trading Bitcoin mining company BitFarm's announcement about ramping up its operations in the country. This will be sufficient to support approximately 55,000 new generation miners. The same company compared the cost of mining a Bitcoin in Quebec, which stood at $7,500 U.S. in the fourth quarter of 2020, compared with an estimated $4,000 U.S. in Argentina. On that note, Argentina's creative community may have a big opportunity in the world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens, which are the latest craze in the crypto world. On the sports side, the Argentine Football Association announced a partnership that will make the national team the first to issue its own token, joining a series of clubs including River Plate, Racing Club, and Rosario Central. Any opportunity is worth exploring in a global region whose unemployment rate rose to 10.5% in the last year. We're talking about Latin America and the pandemic's damage in the continent. According to a report by the Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean and the International Labor Organization, the suspension of on-the-job work led to the proliferation of jobs connected to digital platforms and the distribution of essential goods, such as Mercado Libre, Rappi, and Uber, among others. The report also states that between four and five out of every six delivery platform workers in Argentina are immigrants and stresses the need to design suitable regulatory frameworks to establish and protect the labor rights of these workers. Moving north in the Americas, lower House Speaker Sergio Massa continued his series of meetings with leaders, mainly Democrats, in New York and Washington this week. Under Secretary of Affairs for the Western Hemisphere, Julie Chung, a key U.S. State Department official, the highlight of the trip, however, came on Thursday the 17th when Massa shared a three-and-a-half-hour dinner with former President, U.S. President Bill Clinton. The encounter saw the duo discuss Argentina's economic situation and debt talks with the IMF, sports, and Clinton's experiences while in office. Since we're on the topic of debt, Economy Minister Martin Guzman confirmed that Argentina has reached an agreement with the Paris Club of Creditor Countries. Instead of 2.4 billion U.S. dollars, the country will pay 430 million U.S. dollars in the short term in a number of payments followed by the rest later. This way, Argentina will avoid defaulting in July. The minister pointed out that the new payment dates were not yet fully defined, though it is likely that the first payment will take place on the 31st of July, the second in 2022. And last but not least, did you know this week, Cordoba province had its first snowfall in 14 years? Similarly, Buenos Aires has not seen snow since the 9th of July, 2007, 
which is coincidentally Argentina's Independence Day. Will the near freezing temperatures drop a white blanket over the city again? We shall see. That's it for this week. If you like the snow, share it and subscribe for more. We'd appreciate a review. So tell us your thoughts and ideas, how you found out about us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nos vemos. Thank you.